Podcast got all the way back to 1983. More Sylvester Stallone material. Rocket 3, the Eye of the Tiger. Let's hit it with Survivor. Damn it, I didn't catch it. <laughs> I thought they were going to start. <laughs> yeah. I didn't hit the bed. Post. That was the post. post. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, yeah, my uh, I am here today. It is uh, Wednesday, March 23rd. And uh, welcome to the podcast. It's uh, we're taping on a Wednesday night. Uh, last time I taped on Wednesday night, and uh, I have a guest here today, who was my friend for many, many years. Who uh, his name is Jeff Caston, and he's here today. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me, Dave. Yes, he's a very good friend, and we have uh, reconnected after we hadn't really seen each other in a very long time since we moved away. And um, the reason why I did that thing and tried to hit the post. It's because you taught me how to do that back in 1983, which is why I'm playing. I mean, it, it could have been to this song, as far as we know. I don't know, Dave. I, I don't think I ever hit the post. I think that was... Well, oh. you were horrible at it, but you taught me how to do it, and I used to hit it a couple of times. I remember one time we were doing... I don't know what I was doing, but everybody was in the, the radio station with me. I guess we were going out after, and I hit the post... Perfectly, it was ridiculous, you know. And everybody was like, "Oh my god, that was me!" You know how like those guys would always just be like, "Oh my god!" When you hit a post, a fellow DJ would just like, "Really, that was the greatest thing that you could ever do if you hit it perfectly." And then I think Alan Klein, who we're probably going to see later, has been on the show multiple times, was just like, "But it's so easy. You can see the countdown." I'm like, "Shut up, faggot!" <laughs> I think I called him the F word back then, even though he wasn't gay. I didn't know. He wasn't out yet, but um, that made me so angry. I'm like, what are you going to take away the one thing that I have? Hitting the post is something that brings a tremendous amount of inner joy. I, I know, and it's the stupidest thing. Yeah. I mean, do you listen to Howard at all? Uh, often. Yeah. Sure. Uh, me too. So, I, I mean, I, everybody knows I like Howard. So, I mean, he, he is also, of course a DJ before he did anything so he does that often where he tries to hit it uh, but he can't he messes it up because he always said he was a horrible DJ but I was a good DJ thanks to you who taught me how to do it I'm taking a sip of coffee now you were very um, but you, you taught me how you bought me down to the station in 1983 because I don't think you bought me down I think you bought me down I'm, I'm think, I was thinking about this and I want to say we went to school we got to school um, when like this was playing um <laughs> right. Like, how old are we? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's got to well, be 82. Yeah, exactly. So we got to school in 82, but I don't think you took me down to the radio station until 83. Maybe, you know, the maybe the late freshman year, you know, the, fall, the spring semester. I'm thinking. Right. I can't remember. That's what I want to say. I'm going to say it was probably spring of freshman year because I you think, do I think I probably did. Too, yeah. I did that cable, did that, you, that 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 
radio station that was only available through the power system. Yeah, yeah. System, through the W-P-I-C. power lines. Right. W-P-I-C. Get a plug of radio. Well, and also, and we've been, right. me and my, our friend, our mutual friend, Claudia Minervini, who um, we're going to see later, uh, who I was hoping would be on the show, because Claudia and I had, we had a Howard and Robin team for years on that station, which was really fun. We were, we were I was the morning DJ, and she was my Robin. And she was so cool, and her voice was perfect. And um, she would laugh, and I mean, it just couldn't have been any better. But we would always um, not make fun of you, but we'd always because the oh, way you, you would do it, we did, you know, because we were always like, I had a breathing casting with you. <laughs> I was trying to do uh, Marv Albert um, and a little bit of oh, uh, somebody who couldn't breathe properly. So like, <laughs> I always had to take a very, you know, that makes a lot of like, sense that you yeah. would be doing uh, Marv Albert because yes, I'm just. Right. Him. So whenever Claudia writes me, she always puts Jeff cast it like two, uh, three A's, as she's saying uh, the way we say it. Funny you should say Marv Albert because um, I'm friends with his daughter, Denise Albert. Really? And when I first met her, I was doing the imitation because I can't help myself. And she loved it. And that's how we became friends. A lot of times, you know, people will be like, oh, that's hilarious. Right. <laughs> thank you for doing that. But thank God there are people that I guess she's a good dad. So, you know, right. with her and Sheba Mason, with Jackie Mason's daughter, okay. when I do the imitations of their father, they, they almost want to pull down my pants and blow me, whereas many other people um, don't appreciate it as much. Well, my son likes the um, – uh, I, I do that little play on, on Marv as well, and uh, uh, Marv and his family sitting around the dinner table, and, <laughs> and the wife says, oh, Marv, did you, did you like that uh, steak that I made for you? And he says, Yes! <laughs> <laughs> and your son likes yeah, that? Yeah, it's like, you know, <laughs> does he really talk like that? Well, his um, daughter's very hot. Really? She's very attractive. She's, um... How old? I think she's around our age. Maybe, okay. you know, uh, maybe five, six years younger. She's in her 40s, but um, she's still hot and sexy. She has a thing called The Moms, and they have their own serious radio show, which actually makes me angry on a daily basis, um, but they're so nice. And she's with this other twat who, um... You know that she does. They do these this thing where they talk about being mothers. Okay. Yeah, it sucks. But um, <laughs> I like her so much, I don't care. And they get amazing guests. They're like, "Here are the moms with uh, Jennifer Garner," and I'm like, "What the?" F-? Well, it helps what? when you have a name, you know. Yeah. Well. So. Oh, you mean Albert? Yeah. You mean? Oh. Yeah. Well, actually, I think it's the other girl, which is why I don't like. She's kind of a go getter. They had three. There were three moms, and they got rid of one because she was useless. And then they had this other girl. I think her name is Melissa Gerstein or something. And um, she's... Uh, you wouldn't like her. Okay. She's every girl we went to college with. You know, Jappy Jew oh, yeah. from Long Island. Oh, yeah. She's exactly like that. Hmm. And they... You know, it was so weird. With those girls... You're from New Jersey, too. You're from northern New Jersey. I'm sure. from central New Jersey. But those girls did not like me and yet a lot of them loved me but they would never date me friend to this day good friend you're a dave you're like a brother but those you know? those that's why i can't i can't date a jewish those girls ruin me jewish girls do not like me i don't know what i do wrong besides just being you know odd they don't like odd they want straight forward here's what i'm marrying and they don't like any kind of gonna say it's probably there's a, probably a few other of in the dynamics some of them have to do with um well you know i mean it's the um yes profession <laughs> maybe uh 
the kind of potentially car you drive. Uh, oh, oh, the, you think that it's a financial you know, thing? Well, no, no, that makes a lot of sense. Things, but they don't you know, know what I'm capable well, of in college. You know. or, well, you're right. I didn't have any. Oh, I yeah, see. So they'd rather you know. date other Long Island. Right, right. Remember the BMWs and the Audis and the... You yeah, know, the guy that uh, scrolls around the key rings like Andrew yeah, McCarthy yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, uh, Pretty yeah, in Pink. Yeah, because yeah, 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 my roommate used to do that, remember? Sure. First of all, I sure. keep in touch with my roommate. He's still hilarious. I mean, that guy has delivered since 1982. Andy Moore? Oh, Andy. Really? He's still so funny. Really? He's still so funny. I don't know how or why, but he is. <laughs> He's really... I like him very much. I haven't seen Andy since, uh, I think, junior but Why year. would you? Did you marry a Jew? Uh, I did, yes. How long have you been married? We don't, 20, we don't really talk that much. Uh, 27 years. So we, we've just like been that. keeping in contact more for the past, let's say, two years. Yeah. What happened to you for the past 28 uh, years? <laughs> no, what, you got married 20 years ago? 27. Why'd you move to Florida? I wanted to get away with to get away from those people that you were talking about. For so real? I moved, so I moved for to real? Boca. So I moved oh. to Boca. <laughs> <laughs> no, why'd you move? Your job took you there? Yeah, it was a job thing. And I mean, who doesn't want to live in Florida? Yeah, no, you're so, right. I wish you know, I could move there. I just quite, can't do it. Uh, it was it was quite an easy you know an easy decision. Although my wife didn't want to go because it was every day is a bad hair day there. So you're right, it's very you know, We had to come up with some sort of an agreement, like she could get her hair straightened, you know, whenever she <laughs> wanted to. So and you guys, how many kids do you have? One. Oh, just one. That's it. How old is he? Now? He's like he was like three or four kids at one time. So that was it. He's uh, twenty two. He's twenty two. He goes to college. He's graduated <sighs> already. College. Where'd he go? Yeah, um, University of Michigan. Wow. Yeah, didn't get that from me. Um, for sure. They just lost in the I tournament, barely, right? So. Yeah, they did. They did. That's exciting. Well, I, I was kind of wishing away. I mean, obviously, I'm glad we went because I met such nice people and everything. But now, uh, I guess I wish went to a school where there was a some sort of football or basketball program. You know, you know that's like funny a, because they're really growing up in Jersey. You don't really. College sports doesn't no, never seem think, like anything because we have every we've nothing. got multiple professional sports teams. I never in every thought sport. about I never thought about it for a second. Right, right. So you go to college, you don't really care, or at least yeah. I didn't like you. I didn't really I didn't care. give a shit at all. Yeah, I never to, went to one football game. I in college. One, I went to one game. You did. I, it was kind of like um, the guys they like they threw the ball and nobody caught it. You know, so they didn't really. <laughs> well, you throw know, very our often. senior year they went to the Stag Bowl. Yeah, they they won the Amos Alonzo Stag Bowl. I actually Are they win that year. Or they win. No, they lost. They lost. They lost. I know because uh, we were supposed. To, I was supposed That's to go, but I didn't go because one of our friends. What if was, you go to uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, for that? Or yes, where do you go? Somewhere. Was in Alabama, Fitchburg I believe. State, yeah. and um, I don't remember who they lost to, but I saw one of the guys who played in it yeah. the other day. He's really nice, Tom Tanner, and we hung out. Um, I actually met the quarterback. Recently. Who was the quarterback? Okay, so I'm playing hockey in Florida, yeah. of all places, in a men's league, and somebody introduces me to men's his cousin. League. His cousin, and he goes, "Hey, I think you went to Ithaca. You guys went to right? You went to Ithaca, Steve Cass." Oh yeah, I remember was that the quarterback. Guy. And I only knew three. I knew him. I knew Jamie Rosen and um, Tom Tanner. Those were the only three guys. And, and the field goal kicker, who I hated. Guy was such a dick. Well, sophomore year, I lived um, in a dorm with most of the guys from the football team. Oh, really? What, did you live in the terraces? No, in Talcott, which was in the quads. Uh, what? And, you lived in the new area? Uh, no, wasn't new. Oh. Kind of crappy, but... Why did uh, you live there? Uh I had what a friend there. I had a friend Fred, I, there. I got a question. What happened to you the last three years? I only saw you freshman year, and then I never saw I, you again. It's because I kind of cut all the classes and disappeared and didn't really 
I was doing radio. You were? Yes. Sure. I was a DJ on the very popular AM radio station in downtown Ithaca. Wait, in what? WTKO radio you were doing tk you were getting paid for that then i got paid i did the overnights Wait, on the weekends you started doing that what how yeah. come i didn't know about graveyard that? it was yeah but that's cool awful. but wait absolutely you awful. did that sophomore year i did it the junior and senior year how come i didn't years. know about that well i kind of you know i guess i had a different name what was it it was jeff k you were jeff k <laughs> it's me well obviously i used to listen all the time I because see. I was up at those hours. Uh, I was Dave, the only one up. Nobody listened. So, you know, that was the station that had like uh Wait, you were the overnight watts. DJ for two years? Almost two years, yeah. And I think it f- aged me like, you know, like 20 years because those overnights. You were even did bad. it on the weekdays? No, I did it on the weekends. Oh, on the weekends. On the weekends. So no, during the, the week I was doing ICB. You know, I was doing FM radio. I was doing jazz Wait, impressions. Wait, you were? Jazz impressions. I don't remember yes. that because I was doing that and I don't remember. It was like NPR. Right, it was like you know. Yeah. Well, you know what happened to me. You know, they they were always kicked off the air. They were angry at me (laughs) everywhere I go. So right. Well, first of all, were you a communications major? Uh, No, because I tried to be a communications major, and they wouldn't take me because I was kind of stupid. So yeah, I had the same um, problem. Yeah, but I. And all the communications classes I took, I did very, very well. It was well, like second nature. Because it nature. was so easy. That's the other idiots that were communications majors. They didn't even graduate on time. I couldn't yeah. even believe it. I'm like, these are the easiest classes I've ever seen in my life. Television 101, and you got a D? Okay, we're going to splice now. Idiots. We're going to do a splice project, and uh, okay, you get an A for that. Makes yeah, me so like angry. Art. But... Yeah, that was um, no. We did see each other, and then after college, I don't know if you. No, no, I'm not talking about after. Remember I'm about, after college? We no, I'm talking about during college. So we must have seen each other because well, I moved the radio off campus. Stage. Oh, you right? did. Junior year, campus. you moved Junior off. Junior year, I was off campus oh. for two years, and uh, I moved were living with the year. chaps and the solars, weren't you? Well, then I moved in with those two girls so I could live the threes company oh, dream. Um, senior year, and John Vitti played the. Uh... Oh, by the way, big announcement, everybody. Big announcement. You're hearing it here first. I'm pretty sure it's it's locked up, but, you know, things happen. May 3rd, the new Godfather show, May 3rd, at the Village Underground, which will definitely be sold out. So you can't get tickets yet, but I'll let you know when. Playing the role of Virgil Solazzo. Get ready for it. Do you want to guess who it is? John Vitti. No, no, not John <laughs> Vitti. That's an announcement. No, this is a really good one. This is a really good one. Um, I want to give you a hint so you can guess. It's going to be the the greatest thing of all time. Um, he was on a he was greatest on a, thing of all time would be if Richard Jenny showed up. I'm I, sorry, he's dead, I and I I'm hate sorry. him. I'm sorry. Yeah, we. I couldn't. <laughs> that guy's a fucking douche, and I couldn't be happier. You shouldn't speak ill will. It doesn't. I thought that would be least. funny to mention a dead guy because you said it was big. It, it so. would have been funny if I liked the guy. Yeah. Then like, like if you said Geraldo, I'd be like, oh, right. no, I would have Geraldo. been. But um, awesome. I hated Richard Jenny. So okay. it's a guy who's on a, he was on a TV series in the seventies, and it was a legendary series. John Ritter, you're close. John Ritter's dead. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> well, guess the other one. Seventy. Larry yeah, Klein. Yeah, Richard, Larry, Richard, Richard Klein. Richard Klein. Larry Dallas. Larry Dallas. Richard Klein. Unbelievable. We'll be playing virtual Salazzo. He's alive? On May 3rd. He's great. He's wow. an awesome guy. We're really good friends. That's awesome. He's, I think he just turned 70, maybe. And um, wow, I, he's as old as Mr. Roper. 
<laughs> I guess so now. But uh, he's a really, really nice guy, and we've uh, karaoke together awesome. and gone to dinner together. I mean, having him as a friend is like a dream come true. And here's the best thing. I was, you know, talking to Sarah Silverman. And uh, that's not name, name dropping. Paper. If I yeah. I talk about her, everybody knows she's been on the show. Everybody knows we're friends. <laughs> I mean, I, it does sound name dropping, but you know I know her. So why don't you just say, you know, I was talking to Sarah. Well, sometimes that's... I do, but I right. anyway. <laughs> so um, she told me they had a night last year for Steve Martin. I don't on TBS. Maybe it was the AFI, the American Film Institute, or something. And they did a thing for Steve Martin, and she was on it. And everybody was on it. Uh, Carl Reiner, her, whatever. So Steve Martin's wife goes, hey, why don't you come over? We're only having a couple people over. Come over our house after this. You know, it'll be, uh, you know, she's like, yeah, so it's just me, his wife, Martin Short, um, Lauren Michaels, Tina Fey. It's just us, you know, and I'm like, oh, that's whatever. You know, so uh, (laughs) it's pretty good. The funny thing is, if I had gone with her, I would have been there. She's like, oh, it's just we're not doing a big deal. We're just going to have, like, grilled cheese sandwiches and some champagne. And, um, you know, you know, I, if I had gone there, I would have been like, uh, they would have just had the champagne. I'm like, I was told there was going to be sandwiches. Uh, but, you know, I would have gotten to go oh. if I was with her that day. Um, cause her, because her boyfriend couldn't go. He had to tape his show, um, Masters of Sex. Right. So he wasn't allowed to, go, allowed to go. So she definitely would have taken me. But whatever. So she goes, so then Steve comes up to me uh, later and he goes... Um, in private, he just whispers and he goes, "Yours was my favorite speech of the night," and uh, I'm like, "That's pretty good." But um, I didn't want to say this because I know this is your day. But um, Richard Klein actually said to me the other day that he really thought I was funny. So good luck with your thing. I was just, <laughs> I was just like, "Awesome!" I have a story just like that, but awesome. it involves Larry from Three's <laughs> Company. So try topping that with your Steve Martin Martin short shit. Um. I'm going to say that uh, the Larry Klein thing impresses me Richard much Klein. more. Larry Klein. Richard Klein. <laughs> anyway, uh, right? That, yes. I know. Yes. Yeah, you know, you can, it's Alan easy Klein? To, Did you say Alan? No, but Alan, we're going to okay. see Alan Klein okay. later. But anyway, um, what I was saying was that senior year that um, when I was on ICB, I also did the jazz impression. They. Right. They were just so angry at me all the time. Now, first I had that morning show, and I became a really good DJ. So they gave me, like, three shifts. And I said, if you guys are always so mad at me, why are you giving me so many shifts? And they're like, well, you're a good DJ. And I'm like, oh, my God, you guys. But I was always under the wire, I guess, because, um, oh, I don't know. I used to, you know, I was trying to be Howard. So I'm annoying. Well, and that probably would have played well, well today because Howard paved the way. Yeah, yeah. right, right. At that so time, people just didn't understand. Right. And I mean, I wasn't was. saying anything dirty, but, you know, maybe one time I think I said that this guy, Mark Wiggler, was a flamer, you know, because he was so gay. Mark lived on my floor. Oh, he did? Year. Yeah. I mean, that guy, nobody could be any fucking gayer. Than that kid, right? No, Dave. I mean, I think the eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I just so the kid to to torture me to to try and pretend like he wasn't gay. I mean, it was very difficult to come out then. I understand. Yes. Alan and I have talked about this for yes. years. But I get that. But the kid. Do you remember when you were at VIC? There was a, we'd look overlook a glass wall, looking into a, a practice studio. Yes, I remember. This it well. kid would come in. And take the Olivia Newton-John new song called Twist of Fate from the movie with John Travolta. 
uh, wait, was the movie called Twister Fader? And then the song, there was a song from the movie where they teamed up again after Grease. Uh, it was the aerobics movie. No, it wasn't the aerobics okay. movie. Um, you're mixing up the, Travolta was in the aerobics movie with Jamie Lee Curtis. But Olivia Newton-John did an aerobics kind because she did the physical. Let's she get did physical. the song for that movie? Physical. Right. So, so what? two of a kind. That's the name of the movie. Okay. John Travolta, Olivia Newton-John. Okay. Worst movie ever. Probably ruined John Travolta's I think the, career. I think the one where he was doing the aerobics was pretty bad, too. It was pretty yeah. bad. I just saw it the other day. Yeah. It's called Perfect. Yeah. Horrible. Um, anyway, this probably ruined his career. I, and it's one of those things. Well, how could this go wrong? It's John Travolta, Olivia Newton-John. Well, I, what? So she did the song to it, and it was popular because that's the all, all they had going for them. It was called Twist of Fate. That was the name of the song. And Mark Wiggler would come in and take the cart and play it and dance around, you know, with his, I'm um, doing the arms in the oh, air. I remember him. Sure. And while I was DJing, and I'm like, what the, is this necessary? I got this, you know, I, I couldn't say it. I got this flaming, you know, guy, and then and, and they got mad at me, and I'm like, but he... How? What am I supposed? Why is he doing that while I'm on the air? It's great radio. Is I know. that not great radio? <laughs> I was trying to describe it to people, and I got in trouble. And so then, when I went to ICB, I was doing the jazz show too. And what happened was John Weber, my good friend, was um, running the station manager. He was the station. He threw out that kid Kenny something. Remember that fat kid who was the station manager, and he threw him out by making it progressive college station rock instead right. of the regular adult contemporary 38 special that they were playing. It was a, I talk about it all the time. If I had him on the show, I would say, you were the guy that changed the college radio station to what college radio station is playing now to this day. Exactly. You know, he was the one that was putting in, you know, style council and all oh, that yeah. stuff. Um, he when changed you, the when whole... When you two was cool. Right, right, right. And because we were not playing that. Right. Uh, you know, we were just playing the the police and, and thirty eight special and the Ramones, which is fun. well, the Ramones was still in the soundtrack. But um, so he changed the whole thing around. So he let me on the station at night, overnight, and kind of got me in. And I went as um, Nick Springs. That was my. Do you remember that at all? It was my I undercover so. name, so nobody would know it's me. And then he's like, "We'll just put you in slowly." And then hopefully uh, it was that guy Paul something or other who was running the station, one of the teachers who hated you know teachers. They either loved me or hated me. You were me, lucky because I got, I got put in the jazz impression. Well, no, then I, I got I put to. in the jazz impression. Right. They started doing the jazz impression. So then I once I finally got on the stage. I called it Just Out Jazz Impressions. Then they got angry about that. I said Just Out Jazz Impressions. Right. I was on the Jazz Impression Show too. Because but I called used it Just Out. They were mad that I used my name, and I'm like. What's what is the difference right. if I coach? Because like, because those might be different. Which is just got jazz impressions different than regular jazz. I'm like, are you are you kidding? I still have my tapes. Oh, I'm sure I'm I still those. have it. Yeah, I still have them. So then I would play questionable stuff, which was more rock oriented, but in the jazz catalog. And then like I get calls. Not just him. There was some other douchebag that Beck. was like, no, it was like a bearded guy, and he had more of a like more like a like a Steve Vai kind of like it was just instrumental guitar mm. but he was playing more rock and I got in trouble just from the listeners I'm like but it's in the calling it's in the list of songs I'm allowed to play what the hell's the matter I with you people they probably got angry at you because all the live reads you remember how did we do those PSAs mm -hmm. off the live reads sure I do you probably messed those up I didn't mess them up I, I was an outstanding up. jock and I loved I, I every minute of it I loved being a DJ I loved it my initials stand for it. 
I mean, I, I was born to do it. I mean, Jeff, I really wanted to do that, like, with my life. I did, too. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. Absolutely. I did as well. But the man kept putting me down. <laughs> I, I remember once I stayed over Thanksgiving to run the station. Uh, that was the best Thanksgiving I ever had. That's, That's when I realized. Death, by the way. No, no, it was awesome. Um, that was the best Thanksgiving because that was the Thanksgiving I finally realized, okay, no more parents for me. Those are my, my mother and I have had a standing pack for 30 years to never spend Thanksgiving together. And then last year she tried to worm her way in again. And my sister and I were like, no, 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 no. We had a deal yeah, just because her plans got canceled. There's great comedy in that, though. Great Having material. Thanksgiving with your mother? Great I'd rather forego the comedy <laughs> and not spend Thanksgiving with her. It's horrible. So just because her plans got changed, she's like, oh, you know what? I decided I want to. So you're such a bullshit artist. You want to have nothing to do with us either. Your plans got changed. That's all. Of course, we let her come, but she ruins our good time. We had the worst Thanksgivings. We had these. Well, actually, now I don't want to say it because remember I told you my cousin owns the devils? Yes. It was his grandmother that would come over for Thanksgiving. I hated her. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't think he cared for her. Either. Well, he probably did. Well, he doesn't listen to this. I don't have to worry. Um, but she made it miserable. And this. so we would try to get... I don't want to say it because... But we would try to get her out and just... I would act like an idiot. You know, it worked pretty much. I would do um, this controversial cider dance. That's what I called it. Where basically I would just dance around with two jugs of cider. Were but they open? My, were, the side, were they open? No, so no, no, they weren't open. And I would just do the dance, and my mother would be... my. Mo I would say, Mom, you have to introduce me. And she was like, ugh, fine. And so the fact that she introduced me, it seemed... The fact that my mother was kind of in on it, it seemed to them that this was going to be a real... You know, like, oh! And they were, like, clapping ahead, and then I just... My sister put on the music, and I just... Like, like, went, like a Simpsons character, just like an idiot dancing around with the jugs of cider. And it went nowhere. And that was it. And they're like, oh. And I don't think they came back after. That's when I upped my game. I started doing it. Then I added my mother and my sister into the routine. And I think that was the last time they came over. I think I finally put them over the edge. They were like, and what was up with that cider dance? It doesn't make any sense. I think you probably would have gotten rid of them faster if you had the tops of the cider. Well, that open. would have worked. But my mother's carpeting would have. Uh, that, 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 she never would have gone for that. That would have been fun. But, oh, my God, Jeff. That's so funny. I mean, I can't believe you got to DJ downtown. I... I love that. I dream about it sometimes. I mean, the old-fashioned discs, and we had to queue them up. And, you know, I still have dreams that I have missed a queue. You know, those bad oh, those yeah. nightmares you have, like when you're in school naked. I mean, that I messed up. That You know, how many times, and I'm sure you did this too, did you fall asleep during the over hours, and then the, the record just keeps going and somebody finally calls? The worst, I never fell asleep, but, oh, good you know, for you. Howard talks about this, the bathroom breaks. Yeah. You throw on yeah. whatever EL song you could find that was 26 minutes right, long right. or a yes. Well, what I know. would do is I took from uh, the local station NEW here and I would play perfect album size. Right, right. And so I would play that and then I would doze off because I'd pretty much be drunk yeah. all the time. I'd be coming from being drunk. And then... Um, Dave, that's I violation would... of FCC code <laughs> 6 And then five. I would pass out on that black couch, you know, outside. Sure. And then I would hear the thing going, and I'm like, I can't get up. I just can't get up. And then I'd hear the phone start ringing, and they're like, hey, dude, your record. I'm like, I know. And then I would play the same side again at 5 o'clock in the morning. And they're like, why are you playing the same side? I'm like, I don't know. That's what the station back home does. They play the exact same side again. Absolutely. And you have to drag, five, the, five needle and drag the needle straight across <laughs> But that seemed like Across a good plan, and people didn't seem to mind until I kept missing the cues and then played the same side again. Well, I always liked the uh, the 
how the albums would get worn out. So you play the same song. Everybody was playing the same songs or the right. same cuts. And because you had to, you know, move that the disc back and forth and I didn't and even stop think about it, that. Those it all got worn. So you'd hear as the record would spin up. Or right as the song would start to play, you'd hear all that scratching noises. Yeah, and yeah but now we worship those and scratching noises. Right, how funny is that? Now we that like... Was and the skips. Remember when music used to skip? Of course I do. That was the worst. Yeah. And the carts. The carts were great. Yeah, the carts were great. The carts but they were great. And the FM station, they didn't use carts for music. Just for clips, you know. Yeah, right, it was, for clips, yeah. You know, if you had to, to play a audio. Those whatever. carts, they were so funny. They were just... Um, they're these plastic... Carts. They were, were eight tracks, basically. Yeah, right, right. Were. And they just you, they only had thirty seconds of tape on them, and you pop them in, and you, they go, and then they, that was it. And you had to label them. You had to put what was on there, and how much time yeah. it was, and all that. Well, that's nonsense. how you were able to queue up the song, uh, you know, to the to get the post. Yeah. So when I worked on that radio station downtown, try it now. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say we had those. We had most of the songs were on carts, so right. the music oh, was on the oh, carts. Oh, I thought for because was, was it FM. It was an AM radio oh, station. Oh, right. Only the FM had actual 50,000 watts. And, uh, and then... TKO. Uh, yeah. I totally remember. Yeah. And then you had to... Uh, sometimes somebody would leave the cart and they wouldn't actually... It wouldn't go back to the beginning or right. start over. So the song was Yeah, they wouldn't the let it... They, they, and, they wouldn't, yeah, it was great. Yeah, that's rude. Really hey, how much did you get paid? Uh, you were there Friday and Saturday nights? I would do Saturday nights from midnight to 7 a.m. Oh, my God. That's horrible. What was great is that whoever was supposed to come in at 7 never, never be there did. at 7. Never oh, did. Oh, what a bunch of dicks. So, you know, it was kind of one of those things. And then, of course, you'd go back and sleep and be messed up for three or four days because um, it was it Did was you vile. have a girlfriend in college? I did. I mean, where would you even have time for one I if you're— I did at that time uh, for, for some of that time. And that, of course, was not a—you know, I got a lot of— I got a lot of crap for that. Yeah, you know, well, how burning you Saturday nights ever and all go Saturday that. nights? Right. Yeah, you would have to leave a party because you had to go down yeah, and do you your know, thing. Piece of whatever. That sucks. So, but uh, but then half, the other half of the time I didn't, and that was cool. And then I used to have you know friends come, and they'd actually hang out during the I know, show. But then they'd have to go at like four in the and morning. They would and they'd come be so hammered, sad. and right, I right. would have to sit there. So like who were your friends? Idiot. And I didn't really have any friends. But you know, oh, I had come a few. on, like who do I know them? I mean, it's just weird. I don't understand how we. It's like I felt like you transferred at some point. <laughs> I never saw you again. Well, I'm trying to think. After Maybe sophomore senior year, I hanging never... out probably through Claudia and hanging out at her at her house. Yeah, I would see then, you at your house probably... in New Jersey. Oh, no, but at her house. But never. Her yes, yes, but never. Oh, at her house in college. I think so. No, I don't think I ever saw you for two years. Listen, in college. I don't really remember but most were... of those years. I really don't. Oh. My recollection is. I remember a lot hazy. of it, but um... incredibly hazy. You were very kind to me, very kind. And then not only were you kind to me to you know show me the ropes of the radio and everything, but you also would invite me over your house for parties. We had a lot Jersey, of good parties, and a lot of people after school didn't do that. Um, I have some good pictures. Yeah, I know. With embarrassing clothing, you know, yeah. we're all it's great. Well, at it's least awesome. everybody seems to be embarrassing clothing, yeah. but yeah. my old nose, my hair, old nose. Yeah, you know I got a nose job. You didn't know? Oh, I got one in 1989. I you can't tell? It wasn't something I looked at, so I wouldn't really? have, you know. You can't tell I from the pictures? you got an ass job, though, because that I looked oh, at Oh, that's a true. Lot. I did get that. <laughs> no, I got my nose done and my chin done. Really? Yeah, 1989. You, know what? you really like do have a thing ago. for Howard because he did the same thing. Well, he did it much later. Well, same thing. Big deal. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's why I know. We need to talk about it. But you, you, know, you don't have that pronounced chin like Howard. Well, now I do because really I had one put in. Jutted. Thing with they the put reason. one in. I didn't have one. 
So they put in. I have like a little thing here that you could. You don't have a chin. I don't. When remember. I die, you'll see my chin. I don't, I don't you know, recall. you'll be able to. Well, I, I didn't know either until the doctor told me. It's like it's not that your nose is huge; it's just you don't have a chin. So if I take off a little of the, uh, you know, a little of the nose, and then I have the chin, then you know, I'll put in a chin, whatever. Then he's like, "I'm like, doc, I only came in for a tummy tuck, so all this is really messed up." But uh, he also wanted to give me cheek implants, and I said, "Now that's gay." Which cheeks? Because that's a that thing now. Though. You know, that's like a big thing now. Oh, it is for your oh, ass. Oh, it's yeah. like J Lo cheeks. Huge, you know, you want to get yeah. those. That's big. Big in Boca. Uh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Vegan Boca. I don't want Speaking that Speaking of which, you really should come visit because great place. You'd really enjoy it. My you friend, know, Sarah's uh, dad lives in Boca. Yeah, I know that. And also my friend Jessica Pilot, who's, who has been on oh, the I show. I like her. Her mother listens to the show. I like her. Yeah, she her grandmother lives in Boca. She's going down there like tomorrow. Everyone's grandma lives in Boca. Yeah, right, right. Jewish grandparents. I guess my mother just went there for a month. See? Yeah. See? She'd like to buy a place there, but oh my God, we're having a mess because she wants to sell the house that she's living in now. And my sister and I are just talking. We're just like, well, why now? You're, you're you know, you're 80. That the house you grew up in? No. Okay. No. She lives in this great house. She just can't walk down the stairs anymore. I'm like, so don't use the stairs. There's no reason for her to use the stairs, but to move at this point in your move life. To Boca. Well, that's what I, well, I don't think she wants to do that. Well, maybe she does. Anyway, we don't have the money. Be a good place to go. But um, she just went and she's like, listen, I'm selling it. I took care of it. I'm like, no, let's talk about this because, you know, then it's going to bother us. Remember those girls that, you know, we had at school that we weren't crazy about? So, you know, they weren't crazy about us. We weren't crazy about us. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. they're all in Boca now. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those girls, they were really mean to me. Yeah. You know, that was uh, an interesting, certainly an interesting socio- Sociology project or yeah. study or whatever it is. Where did you meet your wife? We met through a friend in, we were both working in the apparel business at the time. <laughs> so we met through a mutual. So lingerie, like some, my dad? <laughs> Bras and girdles? I was, I was wearing them, yes. I was modeling. <laughs> and she was a uh, designer. Where, in so. here or yeah, in New Florida? York. Oh, no, we New met York. in New York. And um, that was a, probably, that was a couple of years. Oh, not a couple. Yeah. Actually, no, we were married for five years before we moved to Florida. So, but we met through, and we grew up sort of parallel lives and those kind of things. You've but, always you know. liked hockey, right? Eh, how I, did you... I played, uh, I always liked like street hockey, roller hockey, and pond hockey. Love How did hockey. you become a Panthers fan since you're from here? Well, you know, when we moved, uh, the year after we moved to Florida, the Panthers went to the Stanley Cup final, and it was crazy in Florida. Who'd they 96. play? Uh, the Avalanche, and they lost four straight. So, but that wasn't really. I, I mean, why I don't this was a third-year expansion. You said ninety-six, ninety-six. Yes. Yeah, oh, so that was. Uh, 90, oh, okay. So that was uh, the Rangers ninety-four, Devils ninety-five, and ninety-six was Panthers Avalanche. Okay. Yeah, we moved right after the Rangers. By the way, right after the Rangers won the cup, right. we moved to Florida. That was summer of ninety-four. But uh, then the following year. Panthers went to the uh, they they ran the table and it was incredible. I didn't I don't remember that. I don't Third know why cuz um you know then yeah. I was all on board for hockey. I remember the Avalanche winning. I didn't know it was the Panthers in it. And now I I know and that's how I became a fan too. Listen, I'm, you know, I was Rangers and then when the Devils in that double overtime game, I was all Devils. 
and I thought they were great and I loved them. And then that next year they won it all. And even though it was a strike year, so then you got a lot of shit for that. But then in 2000, they won it all again when it wasn't a strike year. So you put it in their face. And then in 2003, they did it again. I went to the Martin Brodeur night, uh, you know, like in February uh, where they honored him. And it was they rose his jersey and stuff. That was special. So it was great. And I always run into Danico all the time whenever I'm there, which is really funny. I'm like, Danico, you son of a bitch. Anyway, wait. Um, what I wanted to say was this. Your Panthers are doing very well this season. And uh, I just looked at the standings. They're in second place in their division. Now, I don't know whether you know this, but if the series, if the season ended today, they would play the Boston Bruins in the first round. Well, that's happening tomorrow night. Yes. So that is a huge game for your Florida mm -hmm. Panthers. Panthers-Bruins tomorrow. Now we will see a possible playoff matchup. Do you think your Panthers can handle the Bruins? The yep. Bruins are very stingy on goals lately. I like the Panthers very much. I think the Panthers have a very good, solid lineup that now could potentially go deep yeah. or deeper into the playoffs. The issue for them is going to be goaltending. And Who is their goaltender? Well, Roberto Luongo uh. is, has been spectacular or had been spectacular up to about the past month or so, and he is not played well. Now that happens during the season. You know, that's happened in uh, Lundquist, too. We have to hope that he didn't peak uh, too early. Nah. Uh, his season has been long. tremendous. It's a long season. Incredible. It's, it, he'll come around again, and like just like Lundquist will. It's like it's it's too long a season. The season's ridiculous, painful, painfully long. Hockey is the worst sport Horrible. that there is, right? Horrible. I mean, we like it. It's and awful. We love playoff hockey. Everybody Absolutely. loves playoff. But playoff so, hockey is a third, is essentially a third of it could be a third of an entire season. You're you right. Play twenty something, almost thirty games. That's an excellent point. But there's, first of all, there's no reason to start hockey in October. That's ridiculous. And there's no way it the should ever... The ice isn't ever, even frozen. It, there's no way it should ever go into the end of June. The ice is melted by Yeah, then. it's ridiculous. Right. Let alone the fact that there is a team in Florida. It's just silly. Well, and that's the problem at, with hockey is that, you know, there's too many teams. Um, they're going to add more. I heard, Right, they're, they want to do one in Vegas. I think it's a done deal, isn't it? They're teasing it. They're teasing it. And no professional sports team does well in Las Vegas. So. Yeah, that's the way. Isn't that and weird? And hockey would be probably the, I would think, the wrong sport it's, to put they there. got to stop. It's, they got to take they away won't. some teams. They won't. You know how it goes. They do, do the Panthers get the fans? I mean, is it ever crowded? I you mean, know, it's not crowded in New Jersey, so I don't know how when Florida When the Panthers were in, played in, in an old arena in Miami, which had about... Is that where they play? 14, no, they did. They had about 14,000, a little less than 15,000 seats. And the year they went to the Cup, it sold out. And obviously, the few years before then, most of the games were sellouts because the team was Where was do they new. play now? Well, they built a an incredible arena um, in West Broward County in Sunrise. How far away is that from where you live? Uh, 20, 25 oh. minutes. It's and a, they built an arena just for the Panthers? It's spectacular. It's one of the prettiest, most modern arenas. The, the kind of money they give to arenas where there's so many poor people in the world and well, people are in such trouble is... and all they do is build these billion dollar arenas that usually has teams owned by billionaires yeah it's really weird so, that yeah, everybody's okay with that it's really strange and it's probably... and sometimes when they mess it up now you said this one's a good one spectacular City Field is fantastic where the Mets play beautiful Yankee Stadium they fucked up that is a bag of crap and well, you know I Yankee just fans say... are dicks because they always say, like, no, what are you talking about? I'm gonna, but there are a couple that get it. I'm going to lay a little bit of, uh, of reality here. Um, lifelong, I am a, a lifelong Yankees fan. 
and um, always loved Yankee Stadium until I was older and realized that it was a death trap, basically. Yes, yes. It was horrible. Um, well, I don't know whether you know, but, but that's what Babe Ruth was pointing to that problem. Remember when that thing fell down? He was pointing to that right. for years. So, right. so <laughs> it, but it had something to it. And Shea Stadium was basically had no, no personality, right? So it was awful. Right. Now, City Field comes along. I go to a couple of Mets games there. Spectacular. Spectacular. I'm so good. Yeah, right? It's beautiful. Fantastic. And then I go to the new Yankee Stadium. Horrible. And I say, hmm, this is not a city field. No. So as a Yankee fan, yeah. lifelong, and a, not a Met hater, but never really a Mets fan. Never, really. All right, as long as you but are I do think City Field has a much, it's as far as a modern baseball stadium goes and having been to a whole bunch of others yeah. uh, it's it's pretty awesome it's fantastic it's yeah, very awesome. much like Fenway but it's new and great because Fenway is kind of awesome uh, but the Yankees they messed up and they messed up the Meadowlands very badly and I don't know how you mess it up and I don't even know why it feels bad but it sucks well when it when both of those are no, horrible no, when there's little personality uh, maybe I don't know I haven't been to the new giant stadium or whatever it's called now the uh, MetLife that life, right? I haven't been there. Uh, the Brooklyn one, the Barclays Center, I go there a lot. Um, I was supposed to go yeah, last night. Real bad night for hockey, right? Horrible. Oh, that's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, my friend Not has an Islanders uh, season tickets, and yeah. he's like, nobody's ever here. But the stadium's very nice, but it's it's very it's very odd. It, it's tiny. We went to the locker rooms. Um, we had a, a thing. My friend has season passes, so they took us through. And it's so small and horrible back there that like if I was going to play for the Nets if somebody was grooming me to play for the Nets I'd be like this sucks I well, want a nice clean you arena compare it to like if you've seen a hockey locker room which is typically going to you, know, you got 20 players that are all dressing and it's usually a pretty big you know it's going to well, be a big I guess facility I saw but the, basketball's uh, only 12 five guys, guys yeah yeah so 12, that's just maybe I guess dress. still though it just I don't know I don't know it seemed weird anyway um there's well, there's a couple things I want to do first. Uh, let me just talk about let's. Um, all right, let's do this first. Let's try and hit the posts. Uh, okay. All right, you, you go first. I'm going to play this song and see if you can just do the best you can. I guess. Do I do the WNBC? <laughs> I don't care. Uh, now you're putting me on the spot here. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's too late. You missed it. Yeah, so so <laughs> well, so we in. need. You kind of have to have a. You got to have some call letters, right? You got to say some call right, letters, right? So just right? say uh, the old uh, WVIC. And or you got to say. Uh, and you got to have a little bit of the. So like uh, the, the the song and some stupid, ridiculous trivia or something or. Oh good. Or okay, I, I, go ahead. Let's let's try. Let's okay, let's. Uh, let's I, I did put you on the spot. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So that is. Um, uh, is that hungry like the wolf? Yeah. Is yeah. that was okay. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. It's 8.34 p.m. on a Wednesday evening, 65 degrees right now in downtown Ithaca. Here's Duran Duran. Oh, nice! Yes! Oh, yeah, we're high-fiving. Oh, that was sweet. Let me see if I can try. See, I, I w probably would have talked it up before before the music started. You know, oh, the throw yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, the, this uh, coming this summer, uh, Simon LeBond is going to be on tour with uh, <laughs> you, know, you throw in that right, right. ridiculous oh, stuff that nobody really All right, let me try. Cares. Let me see if I can get it. <laughs> I don't even know. Hey, that just got a podcast. It's going to be an unbelievable chilly morning today, which is odd for this time of the year, but here it is. Hungry Life Go Up, Durant. Damn it! <laughs> I got confused with what I was saying. So, so, so 
that's where this it. tremendous art comes into it's play. It's true. And, it, and it's, it's, Dave, you know what? It's a natural thing. It's kind of well, one of those. You, you, you hit it the first it time. It's been uh, 35 years since I have, I've actually had the opportunity to. I, I just want I want to clue you in on this. So, so yeah, maybe this puts a little perspective on it. I used to sit at home with a, <laughs> with a Radio Shack mixer really? and my two turntables. Oh. Okay, and I used to practice talking up to post. And if I didn't get it right, I'd start over again. You know that? Oh you know God, the, the so Malcolm funny. Gladwell 10,000 hours. When was this? Okay. When I was like 13, oh, 14 oh, years oh, old. I'm sorry. The, the joke was that you were supposed to say like, you were supposed to say like, this Last was week. yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so my sister, you know, he used to say, um, oh, my brother used to go out when it was raining hard and he would shampoo his hair in the street. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so adorable. When was that? This was last month. What <laughs> the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I missed that. Sorry. All right, let me, wait, I'm going to try it again. A lot of hours, Dave. All right, let's try this one. A lot one. of hours. I'm going to try, um, I'm going to try this one. Or do you want to go first? No, no. You got to okay. uh, hit post. I know what it is. This so, yeah, is one of the, try. yeah. I don't know when it's going to come in. I'm going to give it a try. Let's see. This is, a, this is an old. <laughs> hey, hey, little Dave Jessica with you. WVIC. It's going to be an unbelievable weekend of music and fun uh, coming up. Here's a better work down under. <laughs> I, okay, that was good. Well, yeah, no, but, no, I, hey. I, but I had to skip the, I said down under. It's land down under because I knew I was running out of time. There's there. That's a trick. Plus, you I know? have nothing to say, and that's it. And that's. Does anybody? I mean, like you do. Uh, you hit it just the right uh, way. You want to try this one? You same song. Oh, do you want me to tell you? Oh, you it was the well. Time. It helps to know the song only because right. You know, well, in you reality, know, we also had a clock song. and we knew when the post well, was. They, remember, they used to label. Yeah. On the they would say on, seventeen seconds. It would say they, right yeah. on there. Right. Exactly what to post, and it would sometimes have three or four because you don't have to talk right to the first vocal. No, no, you don't. Right, but, it's that drum that's what, beat or that great whatever, though. and yeah. uh, so it's just sexy. All right, you want to try it? Same song. Yeah. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. So, um, it's men at work land. Yeah, down you know what I used to really enjoy. 1982. I used to enjoy the segue in between. So you'd mix one song into oh, the other, yeah, and then you'd come in while the other oh, one my was God, done. That was good. like. I can't do that. That here. was just magic. Too that was, complicated yeah, that, for that my was, computer. That was really magic. <laughs> that was that was awesome. Are right, you ready? Okay. You ready? It's men at work. Land down on right. Go all the way back. Okay. Oh, here's an old one. This is a great one. Back in 1982, this hit number one for six weeks on the charts. Here's Colin Hay and the boys from Men at Work. TKO Radio. Wow. Oh, my God. That was amazing. Another high five. Wow. That was so good. Natural, Dave. <laughs> Boy, you really are good. You haven't lost a beat. I did this, practice. That was amazing. Yeah, but you didn't know I was going to do this today. I didn't know. I did ask you, uh, are we going to yeah, talk about yeah, anything? You and didn't... you said, I will talk. Yeah, well, I didn't so think I, I, I didn't think we were going to do this either. Right. I thought we were just talking about songs right. that we were playing on the radio, but this is much more fun. Well, I want you to know now. Now I've got the I've got the bug again, so I'm going to have to put together a just do your own podcast sound check. <laughs> <laughs> you know, put together a sound check and send it to me. You know what's funny about this song though, and um, I mean we could do the post with this one, but Men at Work is such a stupid. You know, all the bands that were there, they're all dumb, awful. Yeah, <laughs> awful. You know, we it, like that music, but they they don't hold the, the up. Music, they don't stand the it was, test of it time. Was, it was it was great. It was wonderful. It was uh, 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 the, the popular music at the time it means absolutely nothing in the history of recording. I always music. consider the '80s the most hilarious of decades, the '80s and the '50s, because nothing really bad happened. Um, you know, the president was hilarious. 
the the movies were awesome, uh, hilarious. You know, that's when they started making movies for people our own age. Um, the music was hilarious. The clothing was hilarious, and the same. You know, with the fifties was the same thing. Um, now it, it, there hasn't been a hilarious decade since the eighties. Everything has been so. The nineties with, with their grunge and sadness, and then after the World Trade Center, everything's been a mess. There hasn't been a fun decade in such a long time. Sorry, so well, you know, if you look at it, you have fashion, right? So you get you get the clothing, yeah. you get the the music together, you get the movies, everything sort of aligns. Yeah, you know, if you think about and what I, it was like I, back then, I, yeah. that's why I, I that that was the best decade to go to college in. I mean, it was just everything was hilarious. I mean, think about when we went to college, we could drink at eighteen. Yeah. Nobody's ever going to understand we that. We had keg parties in the dorms. In the dorms. In the dorms. Um, I was on the, you know, I was the hall, the floor president. So I had to, um, you know, uh, run the check IDs at the door for the freshman dance. I'd let anybody in. Yeah, Nobody cared. I said, like, you're 17. And they're like, I know, but my parents, I don't care. They didn't Just even have underage drinking laws back then. Yeah, they didn't even care. Nobody cared. It was amazing. Oh, that ID looks fake, but I'll let you in. Yeah, of course. Right. I remember a guy getting with the Captain Crunch ID because they're like, that's brilliant. Go, go ahead. No cops came in and said there's underage drinking here. Nobody gave we a We used crap. to make copies of our friend's New Jersey driver's licenses. Remember those? Yeah, the of paper, course. Those paper yeah, licenses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just make copies and color them in in brown. You can go to Times Square. I got a whole bunch of fake IDs over there. I don't, I don't well, 2001, it, all, it ruined Different everything. Time. So you had the- those Stupid terrorists ruined all the fun. Dave, we are the MTV generation. Yeah, and what about MTV? That was great, too. Now it's a mess. There's nothing. Do you know that people still put out a lot of fun videos, but no one ever sees them? Well, there's no the only one that them? I think uh, that I see are the OK Go videos. Oh, my God. brilliant. That so one on the, tre the treadmill. Tremendous. It's so funny. I was watching them the other day. Tremendous. They still really hold up. But um, but their albums don't sell. No, they don't sell music. But the no videos way. are good. Um, albums you know, don't sell. Think, Dave. Albums don't sell. Right, right. But in, I believe if NBC and their fledgling lineup um, brought, put back, in, brought back Cosby, yeah, that no, would well, that quite frankly, <laughs> right. uh, I you think want ratings. You want ratings? Do Dave. a twelve arc episode right. of Bill Cosby right. on, uh, right. you know, mm. the, the blacklist. Mm. Oh, it'll get ratings, all right. But um, uh, was that? I but caught, if you I do that. a half hour of music, bring back. Friday night videos again for a half hour what about during the, the on the Don Thursday night. Kirshner's rock <laughs> but I'm saying no, if you bring back a show where you're only showing videos on prime time at eight thirty on a Thursday, I, yeah, I think it would I think VH one does those classic things. Yeah, but I'm talking about a prime like time because yeah. every artist still makes videos, but I'm not sure who's watching it. I guess they watch it on YouTube. But I'm gonna make a prediction here. And that is that music videos are coming back, but you in the so? form of VR What's videos. That? Virtual reality with those headsets. Where you are, you're immersed in the video. That that's that's happening. Jeff, you don't know what Dave, you're talking about. That is happening. That's the stupidest thing. No, I just want to have this on record. So then, yeah, exactly. uh, you know, when it does happen, good I have a clip. Right, right, right. You know <laughs> good me. Good luck with that. I'm really good. <laughs> yeah, listen, Blue Band Group. That's, that's, you're listen, the worst thing I've ever seen. Never gonna you're going nowhere. Never going to work. Thirty years later, and one billion dollars. So you know, every sort of you know couple of decades, something new comes along that brings us all back, and yeah. uh, and I think this is probably going to well, be one know, of those things. Well, you know, I made a uh, I made a, a movie about the beginning of MTV. I wrote it based on this book, and I have a company that's uh, trying to make it now. Um, that wasn't the Cars thing. No, okay, that was something I did too. Mm. Uh, but um, yeah, I made because um, it's going to be great. The making of MTV. It's, it, I just don't understand why it hasn't been done. It's the most obvious thing in the whole world. And my movie only goes up to the day they go on the air. 
it's all build up. Okay. Yeah. That sounds interesting to me. It is interesting. Uh, wait, I just wanted to play this song. This was actually one of my on my satellite radio. You know how you can program in um, when the song comes up, it'll tell you. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, you. When a song comes up, it'll remember it, and then if I'm listening to Howard, it'll say, "Hey, this song's Ooh. coming up. Do you want to hear it?" And you can press it, and it goes to that station. And this is one that I have. It only comes up every once in a blue moon, but I have this one. I don't know why. Can I guess? No, uh, you'd never be able to guess. That's it. This is also Men at Work. It is, yeah. I, by the way, I could beat Baba Booey at his own. <laughs> oh, right, right. I, I beat, totally beat could kill him. I know him all. I, can get you sleep. I don't so, know why I like so it. So this you have, really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why. Diving in too deep. And possibly the complication. I like this song. Any culture club? No, I hate them. Um, wait, I have. Uh, I, I pictured you, I pictured you as a big Thompson Twins fan. Ugh. I hate them too. So again, you talk about that music from you know that era and the tremendous amount of nonsensical. The thing is, they made a fortune, an absolute fortune. They never had to tour. They never had to do anything other than make some music videos, or that was it. Or I had the, the other one. I have who. Been at work? The entire 80s was oh. made by just selling, look, the Milli Vanillis, you know, just the selling discs. I had, um, the other one I have, I know, uh, to play all the time is, I thought I had it with me, but I don't. The Jackson Brown, Somebody's Baby, whatever that goes Tremendous on. song. I love that song. Tremendous song. So those were all... Uh, yeah. Those were all our... Stuff, yeah, our college days. Absolutely. Um, oh, here's one. You want to do the post? Want to try again? I, I'll, What's, I'll, what song? Or is should this? I do it? F- no, you do it first. You know, I, I got to hear this. I just got to get a little bit of the groove yeah, yeah, of the no, song. It's, it's so, unfair to so, just pop it. So, should I? You do play it. First. it you, you, yeah, let play it. What what song? I, let, you're better at it. I'm embarrassed. It's see. it's Toto. It's Africa. Love Toto. Yeah, this is all the stuff we did when we were in college. Okay, do it. We want to uh, give it a try and just see what happens. Okay, so here's the great thing about Africa yeah. is that it has multiple posts. Oh. Absolutely, because the bongos and you have you get these different sort of these spots where you can just drop off. Oh. You know? So go ahead. Uh, let All me right. uh, hang on a second. So we did the weather, we threw that one in. We did the time, <laughs> we threw that one in. Nobody will the care Wednesday if you do night, it again. whatever, we did that one. Uh, another popular one is to do um, So Africa was from Toto. Okay, here we go. Oh my God, here he's, we go. he's, he's preparing. Go. I love it. Yeah. Okay, Jeffrey Caston, hold on a second. Okay. Okay. Grammy winning Toto from the number four album, back to 1982. Steve Lukather and the Boys. Oh wow. Sixty-five degrees right now. <laughs> Downtown, Ithaca. Uh, Coming yeah. up tomorrow, we've got uh, Ithaca versus Fitchburg State at 10.30 a.m. Here's Toto in Africa. Oh, nice. You yeah, that was I didn't think, I I didn't think you were going to drag. They did the pauses. You don't pause. You right, right. No, that's Everything's got to run into no, the No, you were net, thinking, so listen, you were going yeah. in cold. Yeah, yeah, that was a little. I don't even want to try it. I think I'm going to try it at the end of the show. But you could see, you could drop, like, you know, after that first. Just play that again for a second. You could definitely hit the... 
So you could like talk to here, and then there's that like, okay, so you got this, and then it's right, and the keyboards are going to come in right now. Oh, right. So right. that so you could drop right there. Right? All right, 65 degrees, sunny in New York City. It's going to be an awesome day. Hey, everybody's going to get to the beach tomorrow night. We'll see you later. This is Africa and Toto. Damn it, I didn't get it right. Toto. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't, my mind can't work. I mean, I know I can talk a mile a minute on the podcast, but... When I'm actually trying to do it, I can't do it. <laughs> so, you know, like anything else, you do playing this song 80 times and you just got it cold. I know, you know but you, you were doing it really well. Kind of, you know. Um, okay, let me talk about just really quickly my brackets. Just only, I'm not going to talk about basketball today because I'm so angry because of Michigan State uh, going down. Now, my bracket that I gave everybody last week, I was winning everything. I had a perfect bracket. After Thursday, only missing on uh, taking the risk on, uh, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. I missed one Thursday night. One. I had a perfect bracket. Friday, everyone I know got screwed with Michigan State, but unfortunately, in this perfect bracket, I had Michigan State going the whole way. So... I'm screwed, even though I'm in first you place. You and probably about 80, 70%. I know, but I'm pissed. I mean, entire... here's the ones I, I had. Here's the upset. I had UConn, Maryland. I had Hawaii. You know, I got a lot of points for them, so I'm still in first place. I had um, Miami. I had Temple beating Iowa. I had Villanova. I had Oregon. I had St. Joe's. I had um, St. Joe's won, right? Yeah. yeah. I had St. Joe's. I had Yale. I had Duke. Good well, obviously, I had Northern Iowa. Really? Yeah, I had really. Uh, yeah, I had Texas A&M. I had VCU. I had Oklahoma. I had Providence. I had Indiana. I had Kentucky. I had um, Notre Dame. Oh, I had West Virginia instead of SF Austin on this particular one. The other one I had SF Austin. So that's the only one I missed. Because then I had oh, and I had Pittsburgh too. Instead of well, those were two different nights. So um, instead of Wisconsin, I had Xavier. I had uh, Butler. I had Little Rock. You know, a little uh, Arkansas, Little Rock. Where'd that I, come from? I had Iowa State. Uh, right. Um, I had Gonzaga. Uh, I had Dayton instead of Syracuse and Michigan State. And then, I mean, I, I really only missed three in two days. And they were small misses. They were ones I took a chance on. That's pretty good because most of the people that had those, a lot of those games are people that know nothing about college basketball. I and kind of just picked ready. colors or, or logos or the underdogs. I know. So here's some of the, uh, you know, I was just taping some of the stuff. Some of the, you know, I love playing this every year. Some of these buzzer beaters, which, of course, broke my heart because I had money on them. But, um, I mean, this was a classic Northern Iowa versus Texas. This was uh, Saturday night, I believe. And, wow, listen to this. This is the second. Texas will have a chance to tie or win it with a three. Taylor attacks, even at All right, so Texas goes up and they tie Northern Iowa's coming out of nowhere. They are a 11 seed. They're playing Texas, which is a six seed. And they um, tie it up with, uh, what they say, 11 seconds or something less than that, maybe. So they tie it up with a two. And uh, it's basically going to go into overtime, I think, right? Right. Last chance for the Panthers. And he said he wouldn't take a timeout in this situation. Jesperson, half court, he could win. Jesperson, Northern Iowa wins it at the buzzer. 75 
it's not even fair. The guy from the half court, you know, where they're just shooting it to shoot it in case maybe something happens. Well, it did. And wow, that was very exciting. You can hear the announcers. That's always great stuff. That was crazy. You saw it? Crazy. And this is the one that happened, and I was rooting for the other team again, but um, another buzzer beater with no time on the clock. I don't think you can hear it here, but you can hear it go, eh, you know, and then the basket goes in. This is Wisconsin versus Xavier. Brunson Koenig ties it up. Here we go. So he ties, again, another tie game. The worst that can happen is it goes into overtime, but they took a chance. Two to go. Trip to the Sweet 16. Katie's got it. Rises up. The shot. And it's gone! It's gone! Wisconsin has won it! These games. He couldn't even see the basket. I know. He was from a, a, from the corner, corner, far away. With hands in his Little face. white couldn't, guy. He's probably like 5'10". Couldn't see it. He came on. He's like, I don't know. I just uh, put on my best Steph Curry and just shoot it up. And it was, uh, it was pretty cool. Um, you know, I hate Wisconsin because I know a lot of people that went there and I don't like them. Uh, so <laughs> I was rooting against them. But it was very – those games. So Friday night, I was up $400. There's a guy that me and my friend Kenny know, and he just got everything right. And then Saturday and Sunday, I progressed to lose all of it and then some because I was just home doing nothing. Uh, so I just kept betting, just for no reason. I had nothing. I have had nothing to do lately. It's thank God you came to town, because I've had nothing to do. So Friday night, I went Thursday night on St. Patrick's Day. There's a tennis thing over here. You might want to play some tennis. Oh right, there's that tennis <laughs> thing. It's expensive there. So Thursday night on St. Patrick's Day, did you do anything on St. Patrick's Day? I don't think so. Well, I usually don't. And this was the beginning of the tournament as well, but I went out with all these girls, like my neighbor Michelle, uh, my friend Ashley, who I talk about on the show all the time, her friend Ola, who's way hot. And um, then I met all these people right across the street, and we had a couple of drinks. And then I went to another place, and I met this girl. She's Australian. She's an actress. She lives across the street, and I looked directly into her window. So uh, I told her, I'm like, wait a minute, you're that girl that I looked directly into your bay window or your breakfast nook. And she goes, yeah, yeah. And she didn't seem to mind. Um, she was just like, uh, yeah, you, that's right. Does she know you use binoculars for that? I didn't tell her that Okay. Telescope. So I'm like, I don't know how we figured out that. But I met her like a year ago and I told her that and um, whatever. And she's like, she didn't seem to care. I don't know whether she was drunk or whatever. So um, I'm like, listen, I, I, I got to go there. I got to see that from the outside. I got to see the way it looks. I got to see that area. I see it from the, every day. I got to see it live. She goes, why don't you come over for coffee on Saturday? And I'm like, uh, okay. You know, so I, I, I was just like, that's weird. And then she goes, and, you know, you can see me. I'm on the internet. I'm always nude. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Why do you open with that? I'm like, okay, this is going to be good. She's really hot. Really? So I text her as soon as I get home. So it's not awkward. I'm like, listen, I didn't look you up online. Because I, I think we should have the coffee thing first before I look it up. I didn't want to be creepy. And then she wrote back, oh, it's fine. You know, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. So Saturday morning, I take my cat to the vet. And then I say, I'm finished. Was that just drunk talk or do you really want to meet? And she goes, uh, "No, you know, I'm sick today. I'm sick in bed. Uh, so I can't. Can we do it tomorrow? You know, I thought she was a total blow up. You but, can watch me today or you can well, come see Well, she goes, me I'm sick in bed and I can't get up and whatever. And I'm like, you know I can see you walking around in there, right? And she's like, oh, well, I'm not in bed. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know what? 
So it was, I mean, it wasn't funnier than that. I'm like, you know, I can see you walking around in there. I know you're full of shit. Um, so then, then I thought for sure she's not going to let me over. Then you know, she kept postponing, postponing. Anyway, I was supposed to go out with her and her. She goes, hey, my friend is coming from Australia on Friday. Why don't we all go out? The three of us. She's really fun. And I'm like, okay. I'm nervous. The things that are going through my head. So did you look her up? Of course. And, uh, <laughs> I looked so her up before I even she said She's like a that. webcam girl? No, no, no. She's an actress. I don't want to say her name. Wait. So she's an actress. A legitimate actress. A legitimate actress. So what is she doing online? No, no, no. She's not online. She is in movies naked sometimes. Oh, okay. Like Sarah. Okay. Got it. Um, That's the thing. It's like it's not a big deal anymore because, you know, my best pal is naked in movies all the time now. That's got to be kind of weird. All the time. Once they reach 40, they love showing the boobies. But they don't show you beforehand when you want to see them. Is it strange? Does it... To see Sarah like that? No, because um, I guess I've seen her naked so many times. It... I know that sounds whatever it sounds like, but I'm so used to it, so it's not awkward. It doesn't make me feel awkward at all. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'd ever feel awkward in that situation with anybody. I don't know, but with her, I've seen her. How would you have seen her? What? How did she gets undressed in front of me all the time? Or then there's other stuff, and Mm -hmm. I've seen her taking a bath. Uh, you know, I don't know. Ever Hugh, would you come look for me? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, when she has a boyfriend, she gets dressed somewhere else. Okay. But if she doesn't, then, you know, and I don't I don't care. We're just, we really are friends, and it just doesn't matter. Uh, I know all guys find her. I, when I am there, I'm saying to myself, oh, my God, what an amazing life I lead in the sense that every guy I know would kill to be here right now, you know. But um, yeah, I mean, maybe if it was somebody else. So you have the your camera on your <laughs> oh I on would your never phone. Do that. No. <laughs> I don't think she'd care anyway. I don't know. Well, now maybe, but yeah. So them titties ain't retarded. So, <laughs> so your neighbor, your yeah. friend, this is uh, across like yeah, sitting yeah. behind me kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'll show you later. She has like a little a little bay window. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So, um, excellent. I don't okay. know what's going to happen Friday. And a friend. You said a friend. And a friend. Who and she a friend. says she's really fun. Really? Did she look? Did you look her up too? She can give me the name. Mm. Find. I can't imagine she would hang out with somebody unattractive. She's really pretty. I don't know what That's it means. Be, All I know, uh, I uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to hearing about that. I hope you'll share that on next week's podcast. Of course, I will. Thank I share you. everything. Thank you. Now, I think. I mean, there's a couple things. Oh, yeah, there's a couple things I just wanted to play, if you don't mind. You don't have anywhere to go, right? I have nowhere to go, Dave. Yeah, I mean, we're just we're meeting our friend for dinner soon, but we have some time. Um, this, have you heard about Adam LaRoche, the baseball player from the White Sox with his son? Yes, who got uh, released from the team because of his son. Right. Well, I don't know whether he got released. He said he retired. Retired, but basically. Right, right. Yeah, this guy was bringing his son to work every day. Every day. Which everybody's talking about because it's awkward. Hanging out in a men's locker room. Yes. 12-year-old kid, something like that. Right. He also likes movies about gladiators. Okay. Um, but, yeah, this guy would bring his son. Now, I don't think 
the other teammates cared. Well, some of them did, and then some of them were like, does this kid have to be here every day? It's got to be annoying, but apparently, you know, nobody knows the sides of the stories. Apparently, this kid's a little wise beyond his years, but he's also homeschooled, so he's obviously weird. Some of them think the kid's great. Some of them th- yeah. think the player is great. And there are people who really did not like it at well, all this and complained is, about well, it. Well, this is I mean, the way I picture This is from uh, Home Alone. And then, remember that annoying kid who's in the van asking all the questions? I live across the street. You guys going out of town? We're going to Orlando, Florida. Well, actually, first we're going into Missouri to pick up my grandma. <laughs> Do you know the McAllisters are going to France? You know if it's cold there? Do these vans get good gas mileage? Gee, kid, I don't know. Hit the road. I mean, yeah, so the kid from Airplane, right? My dad right, says right. you don't hustle. My dad said you don't <laughs> so hustle. So your dad, right? right. Good, that, that's My the dad best. Says right, right. Right. I should have gotten that clip, right, too. Right, right. My dad says that you're kid. really not doing any right. hustle. Listen, kid. I'll hustle my ass off on the floor. You want to play against what is it, Magic? Walton and Lanier. Oh, Walton. You try. You, you try. <laughs> <laughs> that, that kind of obnoxious kid. Uh, right, right, right. That scene makes me laugh all the time. It's like, I am not Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's just I know who you are. You're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. No, I'm Murdoch. Lance Murdoch. And uh, that's so funny. when Roger Murdoch. Went, Roger Murdoch. Anyway, that is the kid right. I'm thinking about. So if picture if it's this kid right. who's talking like this. Do you know if it's cold in France? I heard it's France there. You know, we're going to Orlando next week. I mean, if that kid's like that, then that's got to be like the most obnoxious thing to do for this guy. Wise beyond his years. I doubt it. I don't think so. You think he is? You don't know. He's homeschooled. The only <laughs> other clip I was thinking of was the, um, there was no clip though, that, that obnoxious fat kid from uh, the League of Their Own. You know? I don't remember. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell? No, no, no. <laughs> Good call though. Um, no, the kid that somebody had to bring their kid all okay. the time. Remember and then he grows up to be, uh, it's the kid who played in Pee Wee's Big Adventure, who played um, the fat kid who stole his bike actually. Sure. Uh, sure. That kid is the older kid who's like, well, mom passed away. And then when they do that really sad part at the end, that's the worst movie ever because the ending is just so goddamn sad. Everybody's dead and they have that women's baseball hall of fame, which is just so stupid. I don't recall any of that. It's the worst. Um, But if you remember, there's no crying in baseball. Yeah. Well, we all remember that. that. We all know that Tom Hanks is good. And that movie was a lot of fun. Yes. Madonna was actually really good in that. Very good. And, um, and, and, you know, Carmine, the big ragu was in it. So, I mean, what's better than that? It's a Gary Marshall movie. So, uh, you know, the cast of Laverne and Shirley is in it. They, uh, right. Squiggy is in it. The big ragu. <laughs> I mean, what's better than having the cast of Laverne and Shirley? Is that Michael McKean? In a league of their own. Is Michael McKean in it? No. No, it was uh, David Landers. Hmm. Michael McKean didn't need to be in it because he's awesome. He is awesome. Um, great, great in... Uh... The, the National Environment Research Council in England asked people on the internet to vote on inspiring names for their $288 million royal research oh, this ship. Is that, you heard about this? This is the Bodie McBoat That's thing, right, whatever, that's right. right. Yeah. It's a polar research vessel to set sail to Antarctica in 2019. And they gave a contest of some of the names that you could name the boat. By the way, this was something that was named in, this was a... Contest. A contest held where? What? Where was this held? It wasn't held. held? It's, on, it's online. And who was the agency? The National that... Environment Research Council in England. In England. So they didn't name the ship Nigel? I don't understand. Or Simon. What? 
I mean, everybody's named Nigel oh, or Simon. Oh, I see right. <laughs> okay, sorry. No, they want to, they put it out there. What do you want to name it? And people put in Not the Titanic, Ice Ice Baby, Usain Bolt. It's kind of funny. Endeavor. David, it's bloody cold here. They were making fun. Right. And this one guy came, what well, you were just saying, this guy came up with RRS Bodie McBoatface. Right. And people are going crazy that they want that so bad. Bodie McBoatface that it broke their site. It broke the internet. And now the place doesn't know what to do because they're like, they're like, but don't you think like um, the Worldsley would be good because he was an explorer? They're trying to change their tune now. They're like, we put out the contest. We don't know and what to do This is why now. we can't have nice things. And <laughs> That's exactly right. And uh, one of the ones they want to do, which is actually um, kind of interesting, or why can't I find any of my stuff today? Isn't this pr- more proof that you can't put things out for a vote because you know what people do can't, yeah. tru- can't trust them oh i had it here that's why this internet thing. this is what they want also she blinded me with science 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 they want to call it science really yeah. i thought you were going to say that. thomas dolby no they want to call it science <laughs> from that that was Thomas Dolby. She blinded me with science in 1983. That's excellent. Yeah, well, that's a, another say one. Say in 83. That, um, 84, maybe. No, sorry. That's a... a no, 80, no, it was 83. I only, 83? Played, I only got okay. the ones that we played when we okay. first started on the air. Uh, Thomas Dolby actually was a solo musician. Didn't even have a band. Had Surrounded by keyboards. Like he was the first one to Did do that on, electronic stuff, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. Where's he now? Um, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, See where that, that got him. He's so great. Um... The, Olivia Newton-John. Yes. For years, I've been talking about this. Her ex-boyfriend. Oh, yeah. You Just heard about, this. heard about him. Yeah, yeah. So he went missing a decade ago, faked his own death. This is what I've always said. He faked his own death. That's what I've always said. I didn't like her, and the only way I could get away was yeah. to fake my own he, death. He, he uh, disappeared in 2005 from an overnight fishing trip in California. I, I remember the story because I remember saying, I think he faked his They never found the body. And I remember saying to myself, she must be such, like, the worst person ever. that he Because remember how hot she is. Beautiful. Stunning. 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 I would do anything to be with her. But it's kind of like Christy Brinkley, I guess, who is that stunning, but clearly just must be the worst. Because these guys just keep either cheating or leaving her. So there has to be something to it. There's a bunch of those out there. Yeah. But so hot. But she must be just the worst person. He faked his own death. To well, get he, out of being around in her. In fairness, he claims that he didn't. Oh, wait. People have talked to him? Uh, yeah. No, I was, know he resurfaced, but they don't know. No, I... His attorney. Unless, his attorney. Wait, wait, wait. How's his attorney the, has spoken for him and wait, said... are you sure this is new information to me? yesterday. Matter of fact, because well, I, I, read heard the, I think I read was, it this morning. I was heard he was spotted in Mexico. Yes. Uh, yes. His name is El Chapo. So wait, so it's definitely him? It's him. And he didn't I, I fake, thought they didn't have confirmation. He didn't fake his death. Well, I know he didn't. He was he was under tremendous pressure and decided to kind of just go away. No, no, he faked his own death. That's faking your own he death. Fake his death. So I didn't know. Are you sure? So they've made positive identification. That's made him. positive identification. And you know he's been dating a Nazi. Um. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's, he's living with a German national in Mexico. Yes. yes. Well, anyway, Frau. Olivia Newton-John. Yeah, it's kind of it is kind of odd, and there are 
I like when guys fake their own deaths for girls they don't want to be with. Well, I think that's hilarious. There, there, are, you, there are a number of these I've extremely beautiful, that. yeah, extremely beautiful Hollywood or actresses or famous whatever that can't that guys leave. That you can't take whatever. them anymore. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine cheating on Christy Brinkley? Mm, that's you gotta really. Oh, I just got a message from my friend Joe that Clueless is on freeform at nine. You know what? We gotta uh, figure this. We gotta get out because um, I gotta watch every time. I'm just kidding. Um, that's like when the song comes. My favorite on, right? movie. <laughs> what else? Okay. Um, what did you say? The... I heard what you said. Yeah, I think yeah. I did. Homo. At least you can remember what I said because I can't. Can you play that? <laughs> to playback. Um. It was completely useless as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, so so there are this, this guy apparently, back to this guy for a moment, apparently um, is who we, he is who we thought he was, Dennis Green. Yes, right. right. From the, when he said, the, the Bears, the Bears right. are who we thought they were. That's yeah, right. that's just right. as good as playoffs. Playoffs. Right, right. Playoffs. Um, do you remember when we were... Um, Back in school, you used to watch with me and Claudia. We were obsessed with SCTV. Absolutely. You used to watch with us sometimes, You know, right? Dave, I just as, as far as – I apologize for throwing you a little off track here. But the, <laughs> there's, there's something – I don't remember much about the college years, but I do remember, and someone wants him dead. Oh, right. Well, that was the nothing special, yeah. So one of the greatest of evers ever, uh, something you really do need to bring back. People need to see that. They're nothing special. They need to see that. It's online. This is, now, that. this is the television variety show that I used to do in college for all four years. And, you know, it's funny. I mean, it was good and it was interesting. We did the best we could. We wrote it ourselves. We directed it ourselves. We produced it all ourselves. And I put all my every effort into it. I missed a lot of stuff senior year with editing because I was like, I know it's going to pay off. And when I got out of school, I thought having all these tapes was going to help me. And I think I was five years too soon before you could you know certainly before youtube but before there were more tv channels and stuff i just don't know what happened to me i mean when i came out of school it all should have worked out for me there wasn't a format at the time yeah. so yes you were way too early probably a decade i have all these tapes actually 20 years too early they're really interesting now because we're so young um i was watching one of them today with the uh just because i was thinking about maybe bringing it in because i remember you remember it uh, we would have musical guests on sometimes. We had John Wade on once, the guy that sings Missing You from 1983, and he was our guest. I mean, it was exciting. Formerly of the Babies. Of the Babies, that's right. right. And uh, we did this thing because my friend John Vitti, who I've had on this podcast multiple times, um, I, we would be talking. He's like, well, Dave, I just I got to get going. My girlfriend's a big baby. We'd just be doing this thing. And, and John Wade's behind us reading the paper. And I go, John Wade. And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, Zeke, what the? <laughs> and uh, we just kept doing that gag. And I'm like, but John Wade. And he goes, What? And um, it how did was you exciting. get? How did you get? He came to perform at school. Did he That's not? right. I had this theory when we went to into our junior year that I was going to get all the performers that came to the college. I'm like, why can't we do that? Why can't we get these guys to be on our TV show? And they're like, how are we going to do that? I'm like, I don't. It's easy. We're in college. They're gonna. They'll, they'll want to do it. That's right. We'll put them in the show, just like SCTV. Carlos Santana will definitely want to be in the show. He was the one guy that wouldn't do it. We, me and I'm Claudia, sure. even went to his hotel room and slipped something under the door. So then I hated him for a long time. He was the only guy that wouldn't do it. But John Waite was amenable. And for some reason, like I always said, this thing. I, I don't know. I've always been kind of lucky in this sense. I met this dude. He seemed retarded, but he was like the freshman guy or, or the 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 college liaison to the stars that would come and he really liked me 
I don't even know where he knew me from. Maybe from television. I mean, our show was on broadcast throughout Ithaca. Yeah. It was on Channel 13, like which is a you know state. It wasn't just a college broadcast. So maybe he knew me from that, and he thought I was cool. And he just kept hooking me up with these stars. So I remember when John Wake came, he goes, Dave, would you mind taking John down to the hotel in the limo? And I'm like, uh, no, I don't want to roll. I mean, it was amazing. he just let me do these things. He always brought me in front. Dave, Dave, come over here, sit in the front. Come, you know, he was really nice. He wasn't gay. I don't think he wanted anything. He just liked me. And I got really lucky. And he just let me have all these guests. And it was really funny because, you know, not being a communications major, everybody was very jealous that I would be able to get these guests. Oh yeah, and and the communications, the whole thing. There was this this big major sort of like if you weren't right because you and I weren't in the communication right. school, and right. I was a history major, right. and they'd be like, "Well, why? How is he able to get guests?" Right. And then they'd get angry, and they're like, well, "I don't know how he's able to get guests." And you know, me and my friend Danny from uh, we you know we were good at scamming, you know, <laughs> like so we always had a plan. And then we were dicks about it, too. We were like, listen, if you can't score a guest, like, I mean, whose fault is that? I mean, I was always demoned from uh, Fast Times. I'm like, listen, John Cafferty's going to be here tonight, and he's going to come out with us. John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band, that guy loved us because we put him, we did a, a, a play on Annie Hall. So we did the scene with Marshall McLuhan, and we're like, right. and Danny was sitting there, like, and I'm playing Woody Allen, and he's like, and I, I should bring that clip in one day. And he goes, now... Uh, John Cafferty, for instance, I mean, you know, it, it, on the dark side, this is an inherent thing of evil. I'm like, you know, you know nothing about John Cafferty. In fact, I have to have Mr. Cafferty right here if you just... And he comes in and he goes, hey, man, you don't know anything about my band or my music. Where'd you get this guy? Wouldn't it be great if life was like this? And it was awesome because John Cafferty... And then we had him do the thing where he go, Thursdays. You know, it was, like, it was a show called Annie's Back. It was a television show. Thir and then John Cavity goes, Thursdays, just like they do in SCTV. Right. I mean, that's the thing. In your college, you're imitating. So we imitate a lot. It was all original, but we were definitely imitating what SCTV would do. Thursdays at 9. Everything was Thursday at 9. You know, we definitely had to do that because I worshipped SCTV. That's all I ever wanted to do in my life. The fact that I couldn't achieve it up to this point is just sad. thing is, if you were in college now, you'd have this all produced and out on YouTube yeah. and it would be all I don't all like to think about place. it. Yeah. I don't like to think about it because different uh, world. But you know world. who knows? I mean maybe it wouldn't work out because everybody's doing it. Maybe things would be different, but uh, you'd find your spot. But, but you'd have the you'd have the just, broadcast. I, the fact the that I can't achieve what I wanted so badly Dave, it's just really Do it before you turn 50, okay? All, just already, do it before you <laughs> And all my friends are able to do it. It's it's just really sad. Not all your friends. I can't. You know what I mean. That's you know all these Hollywood finocchios. Um, it makes me sad sometimes when I think about it. But um, well, I'll say this: is that uh, I still have hope that it's all going to work out. You know, listen. Yeah, it's the you, you know doing that Godfather thing is hope, and you know it's like something to do, but it's not original. And I mean, it's original, but it's you know it's just it just at least it gives me some sort of venue but it's not Dave, fair keep I still going. really have hope keep to do going, stuff Dave. like that you just keep going you keep I have been keeping going but what is it when, when am I supposed to stop I'm not married I don't have any kids I mean it's like you got it's that a, cat that cat it's a I big love cat. That cat it's a big cat well, she lost two pounds it's a big cat <laughs> I found out I took her to the vet on right she lost two pounds they're like oh she lost weight I'm like she did I mean uh, of course she did I've been exercising her and which is impossible because I'm like feeding her bacon yeah that's um she's uh she's she's large anyway uh the um, I had a I have a clip from SCTV that I just found recently, which I hadn't seen in years, and I played it. It made me laugh so hard I sent it to Attell, um, because 
I knew he would love it. It is called Welcome Back President Cotter. So it's it's Eugene Levy doing Gabe Kaplan. And I don't even know whether the audio will be as good as watching it. You can see it on YouTube. Somebody just put it up. I don't know. It's Harold Ramis is in it, so it's from a very early SCTV. But Eugene Levy does a perfect Gabe Kaplan. I mean, perfect. And his entrance is amazing. He just comes in the door and just stands there for a while. All right, all right, all right. Let me just play some of it because it's really funny. And he's supposed to be the president of the United States. The president of the United States. Are your refrigerators running? They are. Well, you better get out there and catch them. Guess what I am, a black one. I don't know, what is it? The presidential seal. That's Harold Ramos. Here he comes. Okay, settle down, settle down. They even have the applause, which is great. He's like, settle down, down." But he waits there for a while while the applause are going, just so the applause can happen, and then he does the thing. Come on now, we got important business. I'm going to say something before the meeting starts. I know you're all going to be disappointed. But I'm not going to be telling any jokes today. I know I was carrying here to tell some jokes and break you guys up. I'm always... He's doing such a good imitation because it's not great, but it's he's got the inflections, and it's so funny, and he's got the wig and everything, and he's so good. So then later it comes in, um, Andrea Martin comes in, and she's basically playing Hotsy Totsy, and she's so good. I mean, these women on this show are so good. I'm going to try and get to that. She basically, you remember Hotsy Totsy, right? The, well, you'll see. Breaking you I'm up gonna, with a slashing while Brain stood up and said something intelligent. <laughs> Speaking as Attorney General, Mr. President, I suggest we go over to the Senate office building and see if we can find some chips. All right! Let's get out of here. Let's get serious. We're not clowns. Now, the second order on the agenda. Would you send in the new Secretary of Consumer Affairs, please? Hello? Hello? Uh-oh. I pressed the wrong button. I think I just launched some nuclear missiles. Oh, there we go. Would you send in the new Secretary of Consumer Affairs, please? Hey! 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 I just, she's so good and it's just fun. I mean if you've seen the show ever you understand how funny that is it's so sexist and so horrible it's just like Hatsi Tatsi like, why don't you they all make fun of her like hey Hatsi what are you doing tonight <laughs> she's like why don't you take a flying leap Barbarino so then Catherine O'Hara comes in as his wife and she's really good too she's not doing a Marcia's Justice but it doesn't matter they're so good together think about these two Have, do you watch Shit's Creek no, uh, no, I did hear him. Was where was he recently? I, I heard him. I don't know. He's probably the promoting the show. The yeah, he was promoting time. the show. I did. It's hear him, it. him and Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. They've been working together for thirty years. They're yeah. amazing. Um, name dropping. I ran into Lewis Black today, and uh, he first he comes out. I was talking to my friend. What? what That's Lewis Black. Oh, you're doing the invitation. <laughs> That's not good when you're on the radio. If you're doing a thing. no, I was trying to do it to you to get you to crack up that no one else would know what oh, that I'm why sorry. you did. Um, so okay. Anyway, he just comes in. He goes, "What's up, fags?" <laughs> and I goes, "I was talking to somebody else." <laughs> and then I saw him, and he goes, "Have you been watching Shit's Creek?" That's why I thought right. of it. And um, he looked really good, by the way. Um, I hadn't seen him in a long time. He was um, 
owner of this place, the he owns a place on the Forty Second Street and Tenth, called the West Bank uh, Cafe or something. It's, it's a great place. There we go. It's like classy, classy, really a classy joint. But it was great to see him. He's still so funny. I'm gonna try and get him for my uh, Big Brothers event. I think I'm gonna put another one together, raise money for the kids. Anyway, um, we were talking about Shit's Creek because he likes it too. Oh, he's in the new Woody Allen movie. I'm sorry, the new Amazon television show that Woody Allen's doing. And it was he just came back from it. He goes, yeah, he just gives me uh, my part. He doesn't even give me the script. And I'm like, yeah, that's what he does. He's like, yeah, but I'm like, what the what? What am I supposed to do? With? I don't know. I don't know what's going. On. I'm like, it's weird that he would do it for a TV show. Is that really necessary? It's just I guess he sticks sticks to what he's been doing all these years. But him and Joy Behar are in it, and uh, they only get their parts. It's a big secret. Who cares? It's funny that he just won't give out the script. Like, he still thinks people give his a shit. Like, nobody that's cares. His, that's his But I guess it works because he's still method. putting out quality stuff. But I have sure. a feeling this TV show won't be good. He, can, he can't seem to do anything else but because his plays are horrid. Yeah. I've seen two of his plays, and they are a bag of shit. So I'm hoping this is going to be good, but I guess we'll see. Um, anyway, uh, Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy have been working together for 30 years. So she comes in, and they just, they're just so good together. I'm going to skip to that part. I've learned your lesson about stereotyping people. Well, you know, boys will be boys. They get out of line sometimes, but basically they're no smarter than me. I know. Did I ever tell you about my great uncle Vinny? Yes, he did, Gabe. He was President Abraham Lincoln's personal tailor. You told me that already. Gabe. One morning, President Lincoln woke up in Gettysburg before a big speech, and he looked down. And he saw a shirt collar was all frayed from from rubbing against his beard. You told me this one, Gabe. So he says to my uncle Vinny, he says, Vinny, you think you can fix this? And my uncle Vinny said, Well, certainly I can fix it. So he fixed it. And then after he fixed it, President Lincoln turns to my Uncle Vinny and says, Vinny, how much do I owe you? And my Uncle Vinny says, Four, four score and twenty simoleons. I know Gabe What's the point? Oh, there's no point. There's never a point to any of my stories, but they're all hysterically funny. Yeah, you are really funny, Gabe. <laughs> Isn't that so awesome? So my favorite SCTV of all Every skit and everything, and there's some incredible ones. Perry Como. Oh, my God. Perry Como's still alive. Wields him out, totally on, remember. A, a, yeah. wheel him out on, a, on, a, on a bed. Oh, yeah, and he yeah. performs. Right. Yeah, he just performs lying down. <laughs> right. I remember laughing like I've never laughed before. That was before we met, I believe, because that was in, like, 82, just before he went to school. Right. Because I remember I was at this kid, Steve Weiss's house, and I was laughing so hard. We would drink and, and watch the show. It was on Friday nights at 1230 at night, and... um. I've never laughed so hard. Really? The I was crying, laughing, pounding my fist on the floor, laughing so hard. And then the only time I ever laughed that hard again um, was when D Dave Cross showed me uh, "Look Well." Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, you've never seen it. It's um, a Adam West, it, Conan O'Brien, and Bob Smigel made a pilot in 1990 or something called "Look Well," and it's about a guy that used to be Bannigan or whatever. Uh, you know, one of those cop shows in the 70s, and now he still tries to solve crimes, and it's Adam West. Okay. And it's brilliant. You can see the entire thing on YouTube now. Really? But in the day, when Cross showed it to me, he had a secret copy. And I was pounding, I was at his house, pounding that my fun. fist, laughing, just me and him, because then he gave me the tape, and I turned everybody onto it, just like I did with South Park. I had the first five-minute thing that they put together that Comedy Central, like, or somebody gave me before Comedy Central had it and I turned everybody onto it. So it's so weird that 
It got on, but um, I actually have a clip. So those were ones you really liked, really thought were brilliant, yeah. and South Park actually... Yes, no, it was a fact that that was it. Uh, here's... Um, listen, this is from Look Well. He's auditioning. I'm here to audition for Happy Days, The Next Generation. Right over there. Yes, I learned a long time ago that a casting director only has so much time to make a choice. The thinking actor must use every edge to make that choice a foregone conclusion. Wow, I, I guess I blew it, huh? Perhaps, but you never fail when you learn from your mistakes. You know, I recognize you. Aren't you Ty Lookwell? Yes. But until this audition's over, I prefer to be addressed as Buzz McCool. Well, it's nice to meet you. You know, I remember Banachek. That was a great show. No, I wasn't Banachek. That was George Papard. I was Banigan. Brannigan? No, that was Hugh O'Brien. I was Banigan. <laughs> oh, right, right. You had the black secretary. No, that was Mannix. I had a sheepdog. Right. Isn't that, oh, that's great. Isn't that amazing? There's that's awesome. 20 that's minutes. Really of, and awesome. this is the reason why I bring up Cross is because the whole 22 minutes is this good. Right laugh out loud crying and I said what are they going to do next week and he said the most important thing you have to trust the people that came up with this you right. have to trust them that they're going to figure that out right. that they have a plan because that's all you can do uh, this is the basis of the entire show this part I was attempting to a, summon my life experience he teaches acting okay. now as well Experience and transport it to the Earl of Kent situation. Wait a minute. What did you say? I was just talking, sir, about my technique. No, no. Transport. <laughs> the stolen cars are being transported to another country. Mr. Lookwell? Sorry. Used to play detective. Mind can't help but make deductions. <laughs> I'm going to have to step away for a bit. Uh, ben, will you take over the group while I'm gone? Want me to put them through the emotional tag exercise? Whatever you like. Right now, I'm going to pay a little visit to my friends at the police station. So all the absurdities of the great detective shows of the 70s, pulling all those pieces out. Uh, <clears throat> not just that, but awesome. also adding in... <clears throat> adding in... Um, the fact that it's Adam West right. and adding in his thing. Sure. Now, I've spoken to both Bob Smigel and Conan O'Brien about Adam West's performance in the show. And I spoke to Smigel first, and I said, I have to ask you about Look like We were working together on a show, so it was okay. Does Adam West get it? Does he understand what he's doing? I can't tell whether he's brilliant or an idiot. And he goes, no, he totally gets it. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's he's amazing. But then I talked to Conan. I didn't talk to Conan. I'm sorry. I talked to his, the head writer at the time, who they all know look well. And I go, does he get And they go, he has no idea right. what he's doing. So I'm back to square one. Now, I don't know if you've seen The Grinder on Fox. Nope. With Rob Lowe. Yeah, Rob Lowe. Rob. No, no. Yeah, Rob Lowe. The guy from. Uh, I think it's Rob Lowe because I see. I, <laughs> I follow him on Twitter and he tweets a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's him, sure. right. Um, this show is awesome, but it is completely. Similar. It's, it's right? a ripoff. Right, right, right. He plays a guy that was an attorney right. on an attorney show, right. and now he's trying to be an attorney. I almost okay. want to tell Smigel, you should kind of sue, but I love the grinder. Here's a scene. It's the same thing. So you like it. Counsel? I love it. Do you mind if I counter? That seems wildly inappropriate. 
We don't move. And we don't pay one more cent in rent. Dean? Uh, I like that plan. Are you grinder? Is he helping with cases? No, he is not helping. He is not a lawyer. Right now, this case is all about apartments. The rent. But what it should be about. He's doing this Adam West. Absolutely. His character. Absolutely. But it's all I say we turn this whole thing on its head and put Krantz on the defensive. That sounds smart to me. Me too, Stu. No, this is a terrible idea. We should definitely settle. We That's will 100% his brother played by um, the kid from uh, The Wonder Years, uh, Savage. Okay, right. Great job. Too. I feel like I'm in a grinder episode right now. Season four, episode nine, Settled to the Metal. We learned something <laughs> very important in that episode. The grinder never settles. settles. He never settles. Not in his nature. So there's a guy at the office That's who great. worships him, and his dad, the, their dad, always goes with the grinder like come on still let him finish he knows and the judges were always women they're like no no i'm gonna allow it because he's so gorgeous <laughs> right, you know right. they're like uh I'm, I'm gonna let him do it. so everybody loves the grinder and they've they're uh, right now they're about 12 episodes in and um it's great well, i don't every week. get because uh I, I don't know anything about the show and i follow the guy on twitter and i see other things and the, i have a promotion of this what what network is it on and fox i it's know. on Tuesday nights, and know. it's fantastic, and I think it's doing well. And one of my friends is the producer of uh, Dan Sterling, who used to produce Sarah's show and stuff. So I'm really happy that he has something to do with it because he's really, really good. Um, I'm hoping it's going to stay because I really like it. So Grinder Fox. Yeah. Tuesdays? Tuesday nights. At, do we know, time? I think it's at, they keep moving the times. Okay. It's it's either before or after grandfathered, but they keep mixing it up. I don't and know. Grandfathered it's, it's not is, doing that well in the ratings. Is grandfathered the Rob Lowe show? No, that's uh, no, that's, that's Jam Stamos. Stamos, Stamos right, right, right. Um, I watched Got that the it. other day because Jeff Ross was in it, uh, so otherwise I would not watch it. But sometimes I do because I know there's going to be hot girls on because John Stamos has to date somebody. Yeah. So sure. sometimes I will watch those sure. shows. All right, let's um, call it a night. But let's uh, you know, let's um, listen. You know. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. All right. So don't forget to catch The Grinder starring Rob Lowe at Tuesday nights on Fox. It's Tuesday nights on Fox. Uh, check local listings. Yeah, Jeff Caston with Here's Dixie's Midnight Runners <laughs> with... You do not know the names Dexie's of these guys. Dixie's Midnight Runners. Absolutely. This is... Oh, uh, you don't know the name of Come on, Irene. No, no. Irene is my friend. <laughs> it's Come on, Eileen. <laughs> I mean, that's right. You're just thinking of how hot I. So this is. was the video of the guys who were in their overalls, uh, Irish guys in the overalls with no t-shirts on, with yeah. the, the, the dancing, whatever. A jig they never would have gotten away with today if it would just be gay. Uh, kind of like what you, uh, Billy Squire did with that video that ruined his. Oh yes, uh, uh, rock me tonight, rock me tonight. Yes, right, classic. Snap. Right, right. I made an entire play about that video. Anyway, that's another story. This. I don't know if you remember, but when I came back to college after I started doing stand-up, I met this guy, and he would do all these songs, and he goes, Yes. You remember that? Yes. I come on yes. Eileen. Yes. I come on her face. Yes. Her lipstick's a mess. <laughs> I come on Eileen. He was horrible, right. but that was funny. It was in the union. What was the club in the union where you performed in, Ith in the Ithaca Union Egbert or whatever? Hall or something, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I performed at the pub. Yeah, at the pub. Yeah, I killed that. And that was my first time doing comedy. I waited until I was ready and I did it just the right way. That was your uh, My Three Sons. Never forget it. Jeff, I, ever. again, it's ever. like... Ever. Ever. I've tried to explain the that to people ever. of why that was popular and nobody could possibly understand under the age of 50. I'm not, not even a 40-year-old can understand how... 
ridiculous people don't that realize was. how unbelievable Fred McMurray was. I mean, that was a national. <laughs> but he was Jeff, a national I treasure. was able to end with that, Ernie Douglas, and get off stage. I'm here all week to thunderous applause and a standing ovation. Ernie Douglas. What happened to Uncle Charlie? I mean, what? Uncle, Uncle Charlie. Well, I was saying I had the whole bit, but I'm just saying I can't ever explain that. Yeah, I told you, John Stewart and Smigel to this day, they still amazing. mock me. Too. It was, are you still doing the Ernie Douglas? I'm like, you know, you guys are assholes because you have money and you've made it and you, there's it no reason to It was the greatest ever. Yeah, I know. Ever. I couldn't explain it to somebody. Ever. You can watch it on table. Be, my niece will be like, I don't, what's happening Who? here? Why are they what? laughing? This is stupid. And I'm like, you've said that about every part Dave, of my just act. just keep doing it. Okay. Just keep doing the Ernie just Douglas. Just keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should. I mean, I brought back everything else. Why not that? I could bring back the Cosby Listen, now. So. if you come to Boca... That'll play big oh, in right. all the retirement communities. I don't know whether that one will. And that's I could bring really back the Charlton big. Heston there. That's That'll big. be big. So. That's big. Anyway, thanks for listening to the podcast today. Jeff, you've been a wonderful Dave, friend and you. a good guest. And a lot uh, of thank you so much for doing the podcast today. Thanks We're going to go meet me. our friend Claudia. Have a great night, everybody. I will see you next week on the podcast after we get down to the final four. That's next week on the Dave Joscow Podcast. Leaving you with uh, an old one from Dexie's Midnight Runners. And come on, Eileen, going all the way back. I'm trying to hit the. Uh, you know, the I'm never going to be able to get no, it. Now they, now I'm you trying have to, to keep hit going. when they go back to the thing. No, right? Now you have to just keep going. Yeah, no, no, I'll tell you something. Also, uh, by the way, Friday night, remember, we got something going on, and it's going to be all listen to the podcast all week because you're never going to want to be. And we'll see you next time. The Dave Jones Podcast. <laughs>